Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Blinds. As always, it's Kelly. And Troy. And this week, we are doing someone who we have talked about a lot, pretty much since like first episode, right, Troy? Yeah. And I think even before you and I would have little conversations about him, like he just is one of those people that even though he's like not really that famous anymore, like if you follow this kind of stuff, he is, I would say almost he's like a blind item celebrity. Yeah, but it's weird. He doesn't have a ton of blind items. He has like enough. Right. But I was really shocked at like the lack of blind items, I guess. That is surprising given like the people he's dated. <laughs> I know for sure. So if you read the title of the episode, you know it's about Wilmer Valderrama. But before <laughs> we get into all of that, um, we have an announcement. We are taking a little break just for two weeks. We are raggedy and dolls right now. <laughs> We're both so, so exhausted. <laughs> but we appreciate you guys so much, you know, for the whole support. Obviously, we just hit like a little over a year of this podcast. This podcast has changed my life. And thank you guys for listening. And thank you for also like allowing us to take two weeks off. Yeah, whenever whenever we do that, everybody is like really supportive of it and like very cool about it. And it's very appreciated, like genuinely, because we, yeah, we're running ourselves into the ground. <laughs> I texted Troy like crying yesterday. I was like, I need a break. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited. But yes, I, I want to also say that I just appreciate everybody and everybody who's been like coming to the live shows and everybody who subscribes to our Patreon and just like how enthusiastic you guys always are about our episodes every week is like very, very, very much appreciated. And during the two week break, we do have a fun announcement coming. Um, I want to hint, but Troy's like, Kelly, if you hint. They'll know. Also, I feel like they all, they know, like they're going to yeah. guess, but. Yeah. Should we tell them? No, wait. It's up to you. You do. You up to you. I'll leave it up to you. 
okay, it's not a tour. That's your hint. <laughs> yeah, it's not a tour. <laughs> um, do you have any plans for the little break? Or are you just trying to get together to move and figure that all yeah, out? I'm just going to focus on moving. I know a lot of people, a lot of people will DM me and say, like, did you move yet? Did you move yet? Um, and I haven't moved yet. I just, with recording and with the show and then doing like the live shows and I'm still doing Dunzo. Like I just haven't really had the time to put into like looking for a place and like the whole thing. So I'm going to take that time to just spearhead it. Like I'm going to be hardcore. What are you going to do? I am going to Chromatica Ball. Oh, oh my God. Which I'm excited about. I'm really excited. I'm going with my friend Megan and then I'm going home. I haven't seen my nieces since Christmas. So oh, I, yeah, I'm going, I'm bringing them to um, this amusement park in New Hampshire that I used to go to when I was a kid. So I'll probably cry like the second I see them go on a roller coaster I used to go on, even though they're oh, like six really and nine. I don't know if six and nine year olds go on roller coasters. No, that's amazing though. That's like very fun. Yeah. I'll make sure to tell my dad and brother you say hi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah please do. <laughs> Now, of course, there's stuff going on in pop culture. The uh, first thing that I saw, and I was shocked, people were shocked by this, just because I've known about it for a long time, but Dane Cook is engaged to a 23-year-old, mm-hmm. and they've been dating, I think, since she was 18 or 19, and he's like 45. Yeah. But I remember when they started dating, it was a big thing. I guess <laughs> a lot of life has happened, so people forgot. Yeah, I first of all whenever I hear his name in general I'm like oh my god like what like what year is it uh I you know I just always forget that he exists but yeah I do remember this being a big deal when they when they started dating but they've never been like private about it I mean you know right right if anything they show it off as much as they can yeah that's what I thought so I was like surprised by people's surprise I guess um but yeah I mean I actually was also just reading about how, like, I didn't know that Dane Cook's, like, brother or something stole all of his money. Yeah. That is wild. I can't, I don't even know what I would do. <laughs> like, he stole millions and millions. Like, he stole his whole fortune. Yeah. And I know he went to prison and everything. And Dane's been doing, like, the podcast rounds. Have you noticed yeah. that lately? He's yeah. been on a lot of podcasts talking about that. I'm like, what do you have coming up? I'm surprised he doesn't have a podcast. He just seems like the kind of comedian that would have like a really successful podcast. I don't think people like him because he was stealing so many jokes and got like caught. Oh, right. Yeah, he is a joke thief. I forgot. I'm obsessed with joke thievery. I love like what there's always like documentaries on YouTube about different comedians that still jokes and like the compilation. It's like Amy Schumer, uh, <laughs> like allegedly. Amy Schumer. Allegedly, her joke compilation videos are or stealing compilation videos are crazy. If you have to watch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're fucking nuts. But yeah, that was pretty wild in the marriage. So obviously I constantly have updates about Britney. And <laughs> <laughs> so we know that Britney is like, she's done this song with Elton John and um, Paris Listen and Ibiza can confirm it's amazing. It's the best song she's ever done. Don't call uh, it this song. It's Tiny Dancer. Put some respect on well, that. Well, okay, yes. They've done a <laughs> they've done Tiny Dancer together. Uh <laughs> um, and now people are alleging that there's like a new Britney, like a whole music moment happening. And um, I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I mean, I think that that's like 
it's wishful thinking. I really honestly don't think that it's true, but it's wishful thinking. We're, we have our fingers crossed. It would be amazing. And all I can say is that I hope she does like a pissed off, angry, like guitar slamming against the wall album. It would be cool if she did like a rock album. Yeah, me and my friend Jesse were talking about that today and he brought that up and I hadn't thought about it, but I was like, yeah, a rock album would be like she performed You Ought to Know once. At the yes. Week. Like that, you know? And she did uh, Bonnie Raitt, something yes. to talk about. I know that's not like yeah. rock, but. Yeah, but just her with like a microphone like on stage would be cool. Like no dancing or anything, just like being angry. Exactly. I agree <laughs> with that. So I don't know. if Do you watch Grey's Anatomy? I do not. Okay, so unfortunately, I do still. (laughs) And today it was announced that Ellen Pompeo, her role as Meredith Grey is being pulled back even further. I'm like, just cancel the show, please. They like, but it's like still a really big deal, though, right? I think so. I I mean, I can't lie. I watched the beginning of this season, and then I was just like, I I can't anymore. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, Grey's Anatomy. I have loved you for like half my life, but I got to give you up. I mean, it's been on for so long. It's been on for too long. Yeah. And what I think they're going to do, and you're going to be like, yeah, I agree, because you have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a character, Joe, and I think they're okay. going to kind of make her the new Meredith. I've been saying that for like a couple seasons, but... It's crazy that Ellen Pompeo still won't give it up. You know what I mean? I mean, why would she? But Right. It's also crazy that that show, like, has gone through so much turmoil publicly. Like, literally so much. I know. I would love to do a Grey's episode, but I feel like it would be almost impossible. I think we would have to pick people. I would love to do a Katherine Heigl, because I at least... I, like, know her, obviously, outside of the Grey's universe, but I know the Grey's drama, like... I remember when that stuff was happening and I'm obsessed with Katherine Heigl. <laughs> you know, that reminds me of a tweet I saw and it was someone who was like, Katherine Heigl was the it girl from like 2007 to 2010. I'm like, she was so disliked though. It is, it, it would be interesting to like revisit now. You know, like, I, I think I've said this before, like whenever a person's whole identity is like, they're a bitch. Yeah. I just think that that's like wild. Especially because- you know, what people turned on her, I mean, she did, like, <laughs> turn down her Emmy or whatever she was nominated yeah. for. She was like, no, the writing was terrible. Take it back. Give it to somebody yeah. else. Everyone's like, what the fuck? Right. But she said Knocked Up made it seem like women weren't funny. And everyone was like, fuck you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Stupid bitch. I know. So yeah, she was it's... just labeled that. Not fair, I don't think. Yeah, and I know that she's, like... People say that she's like difficult to work with and stuff, but the reasons that a woman gets labeled a bitch in Hollywood are always the exact same. It's like she's difficult to work with. Like that is such a loaded statement. My God. Not saying I, I don't know her personally, obviously, but I just always thought that was a weird, weird time. Did you listen to Renaissance? Oh, of course I did. I'm obsessed with that. It's incredible. I put my earbuds in and like walked around my block just so I could like get the full vibe of it. It's really, really, really good. Like it's like wholeheartedly good too. Like I'm not even just saying it because I'm scared of the hive. Like it's actually good. Like I really mean it with my spirit. You're a little scared. Tiny bit. I always have been a little scared. So the one thing that I'll say about the Beyonce album that I really, really like 
is that it's um it's like a prideful album like it's obviously like feel good and like i feel like she definitely made it for like like black queer people which is cool um and this is not a slight to anyone but i'm just saying like i think it's really cool that it's so like unapologetic like it's very unapologetically black it's like very queer and all those things and it's the kind of thing that sometimes people are gonna get mad at me i'm just gonna say it sometimes it's like it's the kind of thing that i've like always kind of wanted from lizzo lizzo is like so corporate pride like she's so like high gay to me sometimes okay very like targets pride line at times you know like come on come on like it's very corporate Whereas Beyonce's album just feels so like kind of like gutter and like unapologetic, like in a good way. That's all I want to say. I like Lizzo though. Please, God, Jesus. Everyone, you heard what he said though, right? (laughs) You guys, I like Lizzo. I hope you get what I mean. Anyway. Okay. Now moving on to something that happened a couple days ago that the entire world was talking about, which honestly completely fueled me. I'm going to be honest this moment was so iconic Nicki Minaj's now former assistant just going absolutely fucking bananas on her Instagram story now real quick before you read all of this I will Mm -hmm. say Nicki went on Instagram live and denied everything so I just wanted to throw that out there guys and yes but you take what you want from what Troy's about to read (laughs) so I took some screenshots of her um of her post I'm just gonna read them she said, I am Onika ex-assistant who she who she fired, who for absolutely no proof of fraud, her bank account, it's wild, this, the way she like, this, obviously she was angry. I'm exposing all files I have, I have from working for her, along with the voice messages she sent me regarding many different people, not just Cardi B. Nicki Minaj, let's talk about you sending Robert Samuel $75,000 for Freaky Girl ab- Abundance on the charts, but your fans love dissing Paola. You won't sue, and you know why. I have it all on video. For example, when Kenneth pushed you off that that lodge, she meant ledge, Meek isn't the only abuser. I have your tax refunds from 2021. When are we going to tell the barbs that you've owed the IRS $173 million since 2016? Your renting homes is always the go-to for the menage residence the things that your husband said to me when you weren't around still gives me chills and as a woman i'm going to deal with that on my own time you but you are both sick and meant for each other isn't pink restoration scheduled for august 23rd oops my bad you know i'm not gonna post clips so you can sue me for everything i have sweetheart i love that one. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> why do you keep associating yourself with Wayne and Drake it's not loyalty but we'll save that for another day <laughs> quote I've never done coke quote I never judge I never judge drug addicts but this woman this woman's name belongs in the dictionary as hypocrite Doja begged you to do woman and get into it but you told her quote I'm working on the album no you don't want to work with her because of Roger Adams and what he did to your career in 2012 Doja shouldn't be punished because you can't handle your mouth the Carters don't associate with you because of Kenneth but that's not the only reason I was there when he told you about the documents with your brother and why him and Bay no longer associate with you and that's from a blind item, guys. We read that. I know. We read that in Nikki and Beyonce's episodes, right? Yes. And they're both on Patreon if you want to listen. But when I 
heard, read that, I was like, holy shit, that's a blind item that could be true. Yeah, like, I that one was like, we fucking talked about that. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. And then she said, you and Ari fell out in 2020 because of what Kenneth said about Frankie when you visited them after the wedding. Let's not forget the blogs were on this. I'm not the first person to report it. Megan the Stallion, please tell. Quote, I never fucked Wayne. I never fucked Drake. Everyone in the industry has that video. When Megan got shit on, when Megan got shit, you and Tay laughed and claimed that she was lying as soon as it came out. And the fact that you dissed her and we go up proves this. When she got shot, right? She probably meant shot. Yeah. Um, wild. And she, I mean, she, I think Nikki had, she also posted like her DMs with Nikki and Nikki saying like, stop posting, <laughs> stop posting. <laughs> I mean, I don't know much about Nikki Minaj's like actual, I know her blind item life more mm-hmm. than like anything else, but it seems like she has a lot of enemies and does like a lot of things to kind of create those enemies, right? Like she's not about keeping peace. Yeah, and I will say, listen, I be- I think that Nikki is one of those artists that, like, is very aware of her toxic fan base. Mm. And she uses her fans like fucking guard dogs. I mean, in the most, like, kind of vile way sometimes. And, yeah, I just, that whole thing was just absolutely fucking crazy. You realize within the last two weeks, we have Scientologists after us, Lizzo fans now, and the Barbs. When we end up dead, there will be so many different reasons we could be dead. Pray for our rating yeah. on, <laughs> on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, so if you guys start noticing random websites pop up with us with beware signs, the Scientologists did that. That I can guarantee. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's insane. And I guess if she has receipts to prove it, I am I will read the receipts. So just release them, <laughs> please. I'm down for it. Look, Nikki loves to, like, publicly, you know, embarrass people and, like, take things very public. And this feels a little, like, reboot you so when it comes to her. And I'm like, I like Nikki. But Nikki is a messy queen, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. I And again, she did go on her own Instagram live, Nikki Minaj did, and said it wasn't true. And she's like, how could you ever believe this random Instagram no. account? So... I'm sure we'll find out soon enough. Yes, I'm sure it will develop. <laughs> so shall we get into the the man of the hour? The final yeah. episode of season two? Other oh than Patreon, God. which will be out Saturday. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Ta- tell me about your Wilmer thoughts. Well, I've had a long journey with Wilmer. Um, when I first started doing Dunzo when it used to be a sponge room, I used to have to talk about him like all the time against my will. Because I'd be like, I'm going to do an episode about Mandy. Now I'm going to do one about Lindsay. How about Ashley? And it was like every, and I forgot about all these relationships. And it was like every week I kept having to talk about him and discover more gross shit about him. And I really had no problem with him before I started podcasting. I just didn't know a lot about him. And I used to have a huge crush on him. I was, ab- I when I tell you I was in love with Fez, like it's hard to even put into words. I was obsessed with him. Wow. Uh, yeah, so finding out that he was such a gross piece of shit, it was, like, really a lot. And he's just, like, I don't know. I think that he has been really lucky to have been, like, more famous, like, back in the day. And when he was doing all this gross stuff, like, it was a different time, you know? 
Yeah. I mean, I could say the exact same things that you just said. I have not liked him since that Howard Stern interview. And everybody, that's like required listening. If if you listen to this podcast, listen to Wilmer Valderrama's Howard Stern episode. But the reason I really pushed for us to cover Wilmer this week is because Demi slammed him in a song that'll be released on their new album. So these, she, just so everybody knows, Demi now goes by she, they, them, her. Mm -hmm. So they released like a snippet of a song that'll be on their new album. Mm -hmm. And the quote is, thought it was a teenage dream, just a fantasy, but was it yours or was it mine? Far from innocent, what the fuck's consent? Numbers told you not to, but that didn't stop you. I'm in shock. I'm like, I couldn't believe it because Demi was such a like staunch, like, no, nothing ever happened. Like, Mm -hmm. I was shook to the core and I was like, Troy, we have to do Wilmer. Yeah, it feels like now that Demi is going to talk because nobody has really talked about it. Mandy has never really talked about it. You know, she's said it, that she was disappointed at times by things that he said, but she's never like talked about it. And they're Lindsay's like so really friendly. Yeah, they like are publicly friends. Lindsay's never talked about it. And like you said, Demi's always been very protective of him. But it's like wild to me that people could even think that they're like, they were like a sweet couple. I mean, we're what? I don't even, I can't wrap my head around that. I agree with you because even when they were together, Demi was using so heavily. Yeah. It's like, who do you think they were allegedly using with? And people, somehow he got this narrative that he was like her rock. Her savior. What are you talking about? I'll never forget. I took it so personal after Demi overdosed. Mm -hmm. And there are pictures of him visiting her at the hospital. Yeah. I was terrified they were going to get back together. (laughs) Like, like he's a close friend of mine. You know what I mean? I remember that. I remember thinking the same thing and also being like, God, did he like sneak them drugs into the fucking hot? Like, what is the, the re- you know, like he just, oh, he just gives me the fuck out. And I always try and say, even with my nemesis, Chad Michael Murray, you know, people can grow and change over the years. I just don't think Wilmer has, even if he's engaged now with a baby, it's like, yeah, come on. Well, he's never had any reason to, you know, that's so true. And I was trying to think, like, why he was going for the younger girls, other than being a creep, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, he's best friends with Ashton Kutcher, and Ashton's getting all the ladies. And maybe mm-hmm. he felt like he couldn't get, like, January Jones or Brittany Murphy or whoever Ashton was dating. Mm-hmm. But it's still, like, as creepy as fuck. Like, I, right when I started thinking that, I was like, Kelly, no. There is no empathy for this. And you know why he's really doing it. I know. Yeah. You know. And also on top of it, it's like yet another man to add to the list of like who has like truly sinister good looks and uses them in the most vile way. That's like, true. He's so attractive. It's like gross. And didn't one of your friends get like hit on by him once or something? Dara. Yeah. When I did Dara's podcast, she told me that she saw him at a Whole Foods and she was like working at like a like um like a kiosk for some other company like at the store and she saw him and when he like saw her and he knew like oh this girl knows me 
he immediately like beelined over to her and like started flirting with her really hard because he just wanted like the satisfaction of being like she wants to fuck me you know and that's dara from lay do you remember great podcast now i can't everything's alleged nothing was opinion everything's alleged (laughs) now yes lord jesus And before we get into the blinds, I figured we'll talk a little bit about, like, his three major public relationships. Yeah. So his dating history, he started dating Mandy Moore when he was 20, 21, and she was 16 years old. Um, And this is from littlethings.com. The two first met at a photo shoot, and romance blossomed from there. As Wilmer told Howard Stern, he took Mandy's virginity, quote, the sex with Mandy was good. But it wasn't like warm apple pie, he told Howard. Mandy was very upset about this, especially since she denies that it was true. Her response said that the comments were tacky, not true, and it hurt my feelings because I like him. Like many of Wilmer's famous exes, Mandy claimed the two were still friends in a way that made the comment hurt even more. Quote, he's a very good friend, and that's why I was so shocked by it. Because not only was it a fib, but it's unlike him. It was uncharacteristic. I remember in the moment he tried to explain it and said he got caught up. He maybe insinuated more than outright said it. And I said, nope, you outright said it. Yeah. Definitely outright said it. I remember reading about that photo shoot and he and his quote when he first met her was like something so creepy. Like, you know, she was so innocent and blah, blah, blah. And like, I saw her there and he had said something about how like, you know, she was so used at that time to being treated like a pop a pop princess. And like, I just like walked up to her and talked to her. And I think she liked that I like saw past it all. It's like, um, first of all, she was 16. Like, she just got what? her license. Yeah, like what? <laughs> uh, and I also remember reading about how, so at the time, <laughs> at the time when Mandy was like really famous, for whatever reason, Mandy Moore was one of the first pop stars to have, like, a really interactive, like, website. Oh. It was, like, a really big deal early in her career. Like, Mandy Moore was the one that had, like, the very high-tech MandyMoore.Yahoo.com. <laughs> and she had a message board. And the message board was a huge part of the beginning of her career. And her message board slowly became just, like, flooded with stuff about her boyfriend being a pedophile. Mind you, she's 16. And she actually was, like, running her own site back in the day. And she finally had to release, like, a statement on her website and be like, you guys are all calling my boyfriend a pedophile. It, like, really hurts me. Like, I can't take it anymore. I'm not going to be doing... I'm not going to be, like, running my own website anymore. Like, a 16-year-old girl having to deal with that. Wow. I didn't know that part. Yeah. So fucking gross. So then skipping to Lindsay, um, Lindsay dated Wilmer when she was 18. He was 24. He was like 17 though, right? She was 17. Yeah. And they waited until her 18th birthday to tell people. <laughs> um, And this is a quote from littlethings.com. It says, Wilmer dated Lindsay Lohan despite a big age gap. Rumor has that the two started dating, started their romance when she was 17 years old and he was 24. That said, they only went official with their relationship to the public when Lindsay was of age when he was on Howard Stern he mentioned that Lindsay did not have implants he did share that Lindsay was a fan of waxing her body hair again something that someone who had any respect for her wouldn't have shared obviously like it's like wild like what 
Oh, uh, and then there's like the rumor, of course, that Wilmer left Lindsay for Ashley and then Ashley wrote girlfriend about that situation. Um, and then over by Lindsay is also allegedly about him, which is like, that's my favorite Lindsay song. Me too. And I hate that. And I love boyfriend and I hate that. Um, and he actually is in an episode of. He's heavily featured in a, a bonus episode of the Ashley Simpson show really? when they were like dating. Oh my god! If you guys you are interested, if you YouTube it, it's Ashley's birthday episode. She's turning twenty one, and he's like there the entire time, and he like gives her like you remember when people used to wear dog tags. <laughs> like of course I do. Lauren gave Jason dog tags. Yeah. <laughs> Like designer diamond dog tags. He gave her these like $40,000 dog tags. Yeah, like something outrageous. Um, And that fucker is just so charming in a gross way to young girls, you know? And I wonder if it's because you see him as Fez and Fez is very innocent and silly and funny yeah. and like... Disarming. Do not separate. I mean, this time you have to separate the art from the artist. <laughs> totally 1000%. I'm shocked that he's going to be on that 90 show. I didn't think him or anyone else would sign back on. The whole cast is, right? Except for Danny. Yeah, except for Danny. For good reason. Yeah, it's crazy. I can't believe it either. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Um, so yeah, so him and Ashley 
allegedly dated and he also said really like horrific things about her in their sex life it was almost like john mayer saying sexual napalm for jessica Mm -hmm. it was something where like oh this is what they did howard stern started playing scream noises and he was like is that what ashley sounded like he was like a little louder a little louder yeah that's how it played out oh my god i haven't listened to it in a while good lord and I remember him asking Howard being like, oh, did you take uh, did you take any of these girls' virginities? Did you take anybody's virginity? And like, it was just so, oh God, so disgusting. It's so gross. <laughs> and then of course there's Demi, which I think might be his most famous celebrity relationship, right? Yeah, I would say so. I would say for sure this is like the one, because this one is like, both generations like the other ones you kind of have to be a millennial to remember or whatever and like really pay attention to pop culture yeah yeah exactly so again this is all information from actually this is from buzzfeed it says demi has previously been vocal about their first encounter in controversial age gap telling complex in 2015 that wilmer was not interested in dating her until she turned 18 So just so you know, um, she was 17, he was 29. And this is a quote from their first meet. We shot a PSA together for the 2010 census forms for Voto Latino. We shot them at his house. So we actually met there. Of course, I was like, oh my God, you're so attractive. But he was like, ew, you're not 18. Get away from me. (laughs) (laughs) Then we became really good friends. And he was there for me through a number of situations and breakups and whatever. Then as I got older and we grew closer, it was like, hey, maybe we should try this thing out. And we did. And we've basically been together ever since. He said, ew, gross. You're not going to be hot until next year. He said, give it six months. Then it's a yeah. Yeah. Then I'll maybe think you're attractive. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And to use that twice. True. The same exact thing twice. And people were just like, okay. Let his whole son to me. <laughs> what a good guy. He's saving her. Like, okay. And that was a big Tumblr thing. Tumblr was obsessed with them. Mm-hmm. There was one instance where really private pictures of them leaked. And he's like shirtless on top of her. And she has like a sheet draped across her chest. Mm. And I think he's biting their lip or she's biting his lip or something. Right. But I remember I was like... That probably isn't great for someone who's, like, going through everything Demi's going through. Yeah. I mean, I do definitely remember it being huge on Tumblr. And, like, they listen, they're both attractive, gorgeous people. Like, they look, yeah, the photos of them look great together. But, and people always look past that. If a couple's, like, hot together, they don't give a fuck what's going on there. And I think specifically with Demi, people were, like, they grew up so fast. They're in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. They've... I don't know if she was in rehab before or after they started dating, but everyone was just kind of like, oh, she's just really mature. I'm like, stop saying that. I know. I know. I know. Disney stars age different. (laughs) I'll never forget. I was 20 dating a 30 year old and um, he kept telling me, he was always like, you're just really mature for your age. And now that I'm 31. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, Oh, now I see what was happening. Yeah, because in no world was I mature. Thank you. (laughs) Like, All right, so yeah, so those are like his three main ones. Of course, he was on and off with Minka Kelly. Um, 
<laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> Mink. Oh God, Minka Kelly, my lord. Do you like Minka Kelly? How do you do? You have feelings about Minka Kelly? Absolutely none. Just that she has <laughs> literally dated everyone. literally everyone. Yeah. Everyone. There's no like man in Hollywood that hasn't like had a moment with Minka Kelly like in the tabloids. I will say I was obsessed with her and Derek Jeter. I thought they were such a beautiful couple. I forgot about the she. It's like she has been like she has Derek a Derek Jeter level uh tree. Yeah, like a, a tree of people. Like her spider graph is wild. <laughs> so we start off the blinds in two thousand and six. Which notorious kiss and teller says he has one more untold celebrity sex story the tabloids would kill to know? If you believe him, and the jury's out on that one, this one's an Oscar winner. So that's Wilmer with allegedly either Renee Zellweger or Hilary Swank. God, Jesus. <laughs> and then jumping to 2007. So this starlet who has been mentioned everywhere had a little drink Sunday night, or was it two or three? It seems she got rejected by an ex in a very public way and proceeded to drink the night away and came on to any guy who headed her way, except for one. And that is, <laughs> okay. So that's Lindsay getting in a fight with Wilmer and allegedly K-Fed was the, the only one that she was like, no girl, get the <laughs> fuck away from me. I would love to see that interaction. That's hilarious. I never really thought about all the other, like, all of Britney's friends that he probably tried to fuck. I can't even imagine. Oh, he must have been a nightmare. I know, my God. I mean, we know Kevin Federline's a nightmare. We don't need yeah. to, like, guess. <laughs> yeah. One time in Nashville on St. Patrick's Day, I was at a bar, and he was DJing at it. I was like, was fucking Kevin Federline? Oh, God. Popozow, the house. So now we're in 2008. Our first award today goes to this former B-list television actor, who was on a very hit show and has since then pretty much done jack crap. Oh, he still has just about A-list name recognition, but is dropping to C-list as far as roles. So, as I said the first one a few months ago, our actor was with a woman at lunch, outside on the patio, reaching into his little baggie every couple of minutes and also sharing with his lady friend, just passing the bag back and forth across the table, outside, on a patio, next to a public sidewalk. They finish lunch and management comps the check. Our actor doesn't have any cash for a tip and his girlfriend has like $5. So our actor leaves the $5 and the remaining Coke as a tip for the waitress, leaves it right out on the table, points to it and says something to the effect of, there's your tip, have a great night. I'm now skipping to 2009. Last night on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, Jennifer Love Hewitt was the guest. Jay and Love talked about actors dating each other. Jay told a story relayed to him by another actress. This beautiful actress was going on a date with an actor. The actor came to her front door to pick her up for the date and said to her, quote, I have to get up early for work tomorrow. Why don't we just have sex now? Jennifer Love Hewitt asked, who was it? And Jay leaned in and whispered their name in Love's ear. Love then squealed, hey, I went out with that guy. Everyone laughed. Love then said that when she went on a date with that same actor, he was equally sleazy. In the middle of the appetizer, he pointed to his crotch and said, I've been saving this up for you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> First of all, don't you ever fucking talk to Jennifer Love Hewitt that way again, you piece of shit. I will literally fucking come ring your throat. 
<laughs> Don't you dare. not J-Love. Oh my God, that's so funny. Not funny. Your reaction's funny. But I think sleaze is like the perfect word for him. <laughs> yes, it perfectly describes him. All I could think of is mean girls like, Wilmer, you're such a skis. Yeah, because it's like, uh, yeah, you, occasionally you find yourself in bed next to a sleaze, you know, and you're like, oh, God, Jesus, like, that's so him. Hundred percent. Now we're in 2010. Another classless no tipper today. This former B-list television actor is known more now for trying to break Scott Bayo's record of most people to have sex with in Hollywood without actually doing anything anymore. Sure, our actor was once on a hit show, but that was ages ago. Apparently, he's still enough of a draw that a club in L.A. recently comped our actor's 15 bottles of booze. At the prices they charge for bottle service, that's like the national debt of some countries. Anyway, our actor occupied the services of two waitresses and other staff for several hours while he and his party partied. At the end of the night, our actor just walked out. No tip, no thanks, and has not been back. And then jumping to 2011, last night at a party, this former B-list television actor and now a guy who just screams cooties and sleaze when you look at him was doing his usual pickup game. Well, he got the phone number of one woman and was chatting with her up and was chatting her up and telling her that she's amazing and can't wait to spend time with her, really pouring it on. Later, she walks to him when, when he's getting the number of another woman and tells her, oh, I found someone better. but I will still call you when I need something quick. Now, the rumor about Wilmer and Demi is that obviously Demi was <laughs> trying to be sober at this time, but it was like Wilmer wouldn't be the sober buddy for her. right. He was very much like, oh, you'll be fine. Whatever. Yeah. Meanwhile, And like, Demi's like 19 and like and sober just got people out of rehab. are boring. What'd you say? Being like sober people are boring. Oh, you know that. Yeah. It's Like, just a sieve. oh, you're so much more fun, though, when you're just like a little fucked up. Just a tiny bit. Can I just say, if anyone listening is sober, like, I don't know how you do it. Strong. You're very strong. So this recovering former A-list tweener was out the other night, and this is what her boyfriend said to her. One drink isn't going to hurt you, baby. Yeah, their celebrity boyfriend has always been a sleaze and always will be. And of course, that's Demi with Wilmer. What former B-list television actor and now a C-list wannabe who lives off his residuals and what he did before recently made a bet with his friend that he could have sex with five different women in one day. Hey, when you have nothing else to do with your day, I guess you can come up with these little things. The sad part is that he had no problem at all meeting his quota. Do women think that they are going to be with this guy permanently? Do they want to say they had sex with a has-been? Is he somehow going to help their career when he cannot fix his? That's such like a guy bet. I know. I bet I can fuck <laughs> five girls in one day. Like, cool. if you were to text me that, I'd be like, please be careful. Yeah, like, good luck. <laughs> this actor who got his big start in, te in a television series with an ensemble cast as a teen is now trying hard to keep up with the careers of his former co-stars. He's been supplying drugs to one of those co-stars in the hopes that the connection will get him a big part in a movie. The former co-star promised him a meeting with the director if he kept supplying him with a good stash of drugs, but we hear the meeting has yet to take place. 
And that's Wilmer um, getting drugs for Ashton. And skipping to 2012. She's not a regular mom. She's a cool mom. When her daughter has a gig, she doesn't just show up with show up and clap. She parties hard with her daughter's friends until the wee hours of the morning. And when mom's partying, she and her mouth get totally out of control. On a bender last week, and while her daughter was on the other side of the room, she regaled a large group of people with the most intimate and disgusting details of her daughter's sexual conquests. She told stories about a famous singer who thought her daughter was beautiful. He likes to take the virginity of his groupies. On an heir to a family fortune, it's a good thing he has a family face because his penis is really small, and a slimy actor. He likes the back door. And he said that my daughter was the best sex he's, he's ever had. And he's had everybody. It's <laughs> nice to see a mom so proud of her little princess. So I guess you all can assume that that is Miss Dina Lohan, none other than um, the singer being James Blunt, the heir being Harry Morton, and the actor, of course, being Wilmer. Now, the next blind is long and a little triggering. So just a heads up. But it is a Demi and Wilmer blind, just so you're not like guessing the whole time. It's been a hard few years for this celebrity. Once the A-list darling of the tween world, she's now made her way into the world of mainstream and is on a very hit show and says that every day is a struggle. A struggle not to use and a struggle not to fall asleep. A struggle to make it through an hour, a day, or sometimes even a minute. They say they're fine when they're working and that none of the other people they work with on her show even have a clue what she goes through on a daily basis because while at work, she can control her urges and the demons. It's when she gets drunken texts from the guy that she still loves, but who causes her nothing but pain that hurts. He loves to say nasty things about them and remind them of their flaws and knows that no matter what he says or does or how many times he cheats or trashes them, that they'll be able to fall under a spell and do what he wants and not just because he's a b list actor. Sometimes when he's drunk and she is trying to sleep without pills, he'll send her photos of himself having sex with other women. He knows it'll make her even less likely to sleep. He knows what but buttons to push on them. They would like to work every second of every day and then crawl into bed exhausted. That's the only way they can ever really sleep. She has welcomed her new job with open arms. Before, she would struggle to find something to do every day. She'd go days and days without working, would sit at home and try and stay focused on one activity for 15 minutes. They would do this like clockwork with a timer to let them know when it was 15 minutes. Day after day, they would do this, struggling to make it 15 minutes. Friends would come over and try and help, and they would always have to leave at some point. She would bribe them to stay and pay them or give them gifts, anything to not be alone. She paid some people to be with her as employees, but it was awkward. And that must have been when Demi was on X Factor. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Oh, God. What celebrity offspring of a plus parents spent the weekend getting drunk out of her mind? No big deal, really, except for the fact that she's allowed herself to get naked with a bunch of other people playing strip poker and ended up having sex with one of the biggest players in Hollywood. He is A-list when it comes to picking up women and sleeping with them and, and probably a B or C actor who used to be on a hit show. Apparently, she has no more C-plus-list actor boyfriend from a new show. I know there must be photos of the strip poker, and that is Wilmer and Rumor Willis. It's so wild how blinds describe him as, like, the biggest player in Hollywood when People Magazine would never, or TMZ would yeah, never. Yeah, I know. 
It's crazy. Like, and that is truly his blind item persona that he just is like, that this, that he just fucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he fucks. And not in like a fun way, like we usually say it. No, not like Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> this reality show celebrity has been getting texts from their former B plus list and now C plus list actor X saying that they look like they gained weight. This, of course, caused her to go into a freakout because she, for some reason, cares about her asshole ex, and she started purging again. She doesn't want anyone to know, so she's eating normally and then rushing to her trailer. And that's another thing about Wilmer. There were a couple other blinds like that, but I didn't pull them because we had them in the Demi episode. And I know that that's, like, Patreon only, but if you guys want to hear it, sign up for it. Um, But a lot of blinds were saying that he'll just randomly text Demi and be like, yeah, you didn't look good. Or just like, you look like yeah. you gain weight. You look a little big. Yeah. Which is insane because Demi was always like, Wilmer embraces my curves and how mm-hmm. I look. I completely understand that. And I think, you know, if like if you know someone or you dated someone, like you said earlier, who dates younger people, it's like that is so much a part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, having that power over somebody just all the time because it's an unfair balance, you know? For sure. And obviously Demi is going through a lot all like all the time and being with Wilmer wasn't helpful. Absolutely. We're now in 2013. Oh, I was waiting for the accent. (laughs) This former almost A-list tweener is still a solid B-list celebrity. She has admitted that despite the help of a great therapist that she still has a long way to go in having a healthy relationship. She can't break the cycle of being dumped on, and she says that her therapist told her that she will end up doing some self-destruct, something self-destructive until she can break away from the guy who has been bringing her down. He cheats on her daily, but she always takes him back no matter what. She refuses to leave him despite this, and the fact that in the few years they have been dating, she's caught him 20 to 30 times, and she thinks that he will change. And of course, that's Demi. And I could picture him being like, no, 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 no. I like, I promise. I promise. Yeah, absolutely. The gaslighting is probably just, because he's had 20 years of practice by the time he met her, you know? That's so true. Ugh. You're being crazy. Ugh. Exactly. And again, remember, everything's alleged because what I'm about to read (laughs) is a lot. (laughs) Oh, God. This former B-list, mostly television actor who does not get much work on screen anymore after his hit network show ended has finally ticked off the wrong parents he went out with a teen who was 18 he always checks for that she is still in high school though and he brought her home wasted out of her mind and barely dressed the parents know they can't do anything about the sex thing but want him to get in trouble for providing booze to a minor This former A-list, mostly television actor who barely works as an actor at night any longer is back at screwing with the head of this A-list celebrity reality star again. Our actor hooked up with with a waitress this past week, and while they were both naked after having sex, he he took a call from our celebrity and said he wasn't doing much and that he couldn't wait to see her later. And then he hung up and wanted sex with the waitress again, who called him a sleaze and left. He then asked if she had any friends who would be interested. Stories like like blinds like that were like, like not even just empty, but any blind item writer who's like, he then rolled over in bed, lit a cigarette, pulled the covers too. And so, you know, it's like, it's a little too detailed. I'm like, okay, who told you that? It could have been the waitress. That's true. The waitress could have said. 
<laughs> if I fucked a celebrity, I promise you there will be blind items about it. <laughs> They're like, he pulled the curtains to just enough to look out into the stars. He squinted up at the moon. <laughs> be like, oh, Kelly wrote this one. Right. <laughs> yeah. This former B-list, mostly television actor, who was on a hit show that ended quite some time ago, now does very little for a living. He has a show, but doesn't have to do much. Anyway, he was drunk at a party this past week with a woman on each knee and was telling the group that he took the anal virginity of this a plus singer slash celebrity while she was engaged to her current celebrity husband. And of course, that's Wilmer, hit show, that 70s show, current show, Handy Manny, and it doesn't say who the A-plus celebrity singer is while she's engaged to her current husband. I couldn't figure it out. And we now jump to 2014. This former B-list, mostly television actor, who was on a very hit network show, does not have many gigs that involve showing his face. Always a bit of a playboy, this actor is living with a woman that he met a few months ago while out of town. His on-slash-off-again B-list entertainer, singer-girlfriend, thinks that he's living with a guy she's never been allowed to visit. And, um, yeah. And uh, the gigs not involving his face is because he, he was doing so much, like, voice work. Like, for a long time, it was, like, the only thing that he was getting was, like, voice jobs. I wonder why. I don't know. That was, like, a really random time. I mean, I guess he does have a very, like, cartoonish voice. Yeah. But... Even, like, his normal speaking voice is really, like, charismatic. Yeah. It's like a char- it sounds like a character all the time. You just keep dating the same guy who drinks and does drugs and treats you badly and fucks other women over and over again and expecting a different result. Someone listening to that was like, is this about me? Wake up, pop star. It's never going to happen. When you lie down with slime, you wake up with naked photos on the internet. We went through this last year. You and all your friends know exactly how they got there. Oh, and yes, your boyfriend is still cheating on you as recently as a couple weeks ago. Are you still going to protect him? And of course, that's Demi and Wilmer. And I think those are the photos that were on Tumblr where Demi had like women behind her grabbing her boobs. I think it was Mm, a a mirror pic. Yeah. And then the following year or however many months, whatever, the Wilmer pictures came out. Right. Yes, I forgot about that boob that grabbing picture. That was like a huge deal. Yeah, I did not. <laughs> that was a big deal. You have dick pics on your phone. I have that picture. <laughs> <laughs> um, this blind coming up is a long one. Should I review? Should I say who it is? You think it's yeah. long enough? Yeah. So this blind that I'm about to read is another long one. So I'm going to reveal who it's about before, just so that you can be tantalized by it. So the singer in this blind is Ashley Simpson and the actress is Lindsay. These two, once A-list celebrities, an actress and a singer, though both claim to be triple threats, both talented, now circling the drain just above D-list with their A-list name recognition, had a terrible beef with each other a little over 10 years ago because of the C-list waste of space mostly television actor was playing them both. The singer clearly won that battle in a song she wrote about the actress. The actress was a joke for the entire summer and blames that song for her most serious relapse into addiction. The singer is not a saint herself. She has issues of her own that she won't resolve, and most of them having to do with her father and numbs numbs herself with drugs and eating disorders, even though her family connections, she's still doing rather well for herself. 
Well, recently, the two crossed paths again at an L.A. bar. The actress threw a drink in the singer's face and said, quote, oh, sorry, I must have messed up those $29.99 clothes you wear to stay relevant. <laughs> and that quote is outrageous and written by a straight man. I'm just going to be honest. And the singer, once again, always smarter than people give her credit for, wiped off her face and said, quote, at least I didn't trade my self-respect and did anal for an ugly YSL, for an ugly YSL. <laughs> and had the actress bounced, not Selena. So uh, think older. Bonus points if you can name the hit song that humiliated the actress for an entire summer. Triple bonus points if you can name the actor that messed them both up. So again, that's Ashley, Lindsay, Wilmer. Of course, the song is Boyfriend. How insane is it that like all these years later, they're still fighting over fucking Wilmer Valderrama? I know. And like, they were friends. Oh, were they? Yeah. Like they I were like pretty good friends. That's wild. But thank God for that. Because Boyfriend truly is one of the best pop songs of the time. <laughs> Thanks, Wilmer. <laughs> This female pop star used to be very close with her personal assistant. They lived together, worked together, and traveled together. During their most recent tour, the star even brought the PA on stage and introduced the PA as their best friend. Then the PA suddenly left their job. What happened? Well, it turns out the star recently found out that the PA spent a lot of their time sexting, spent a lot of their time sexting with the star's boyfriend. That's not even the worst of it. When she finally read through the text, the star also discovered that her boyfriend had slept with at least two other people while the star was on tour. Needless to say, the star was stunned by the betrayal of both her boyfriend and her PA. There was lots of crying and yelling. Then they fired the PA, but kept the boyfriend because he promised he would never cheat on her again. The star doesn't want anyone to know her boyfriend cheated on her, so she lies and tells everyone that the PA decided to leave on their own. Since the star's friends and employees don't know that the PA and the boyfriend both recently betrayed the star. They continue to talk and hang out with the PA and the boyfriend. The star hates this, but believes that the problem is resolved and everything's fine. Only it's not. We've got some news for the star. Did you know that your ex-PA is and your boyfriend are still texting each other? And that your boyfriend is still cheating on you? Do you care? So that's Demi, <laughs> so that's Demi Natalie, Martin, and Wilmer. And again, when these blinds are so repetitive, it's like... Yeah. And then this one is actually a follow-up to that one. Remember that story about the pop star who found out that her boyfriend and her personal assistant slash best friend were secretly sexting each other? Remember how she fired the PA but kept the boyfriend? Well, the sudden departure of the PA did not go unnoticed by her fans, and they could not stop buzzing about it. The singer became annoyed that her decision made her look weak for keeping the boyfriend and made her boyfriend look bad for constantly cheating on the singer. She complained to the boyfriend that he needed to fix the situation. His idea of damage control was to tell the singer that she needed to invite the former PA to a Halloween party so they could all be seen together and dispel the rumors. She initially protested, then did as she was told. At the party, the boyfriend insisted that she say hello to the PA in front of everyone and pose for a few photos. Our singer complied, but walked away, rolling her eyes and shaking her head. She completely ignored the former PA for the rest of the night, 
The boyfriend, unhappy with the singer's effort, proceeded to lecture her about how he had done his part to fix this and that she needed to do her part and play nice and get on social media to post positive things about him and the PA. If she didn't, then it would be her fault if fans continued to criticize their relationship. And yes, he's that manipulative. It's always her fault. You know when you said Chloe had like TJI Friday problems? <laughs> yeah. Is this more than TJI Friday problems or? <laughs> yeah, this is pretty bad. This is very like giving your friend advice on the phone, like after the football game. It's like, how old are we? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what? And I know Demi bothers a lot of people. I get it. Believe me, I get it. But I do feel bad for the situation. Oh, I do too. You know, <laughs> I struggle with my Demi feelings. You know this. Well, plus, you and I have read enough about Demi to to know, like, Demi is a product of a wild environment, and that environment breeds unstable people that you can't depend on. Like, you know what I mean? Demi is never going to be a reliable narrator of their own life. That's a good point. Like, it's almost unfair to, like, I would, I don't think that you shouldn't hold people at, like, a standard or whatever, but it's like, come on, like... At this point, we almost have to stop taking the shit that Demi says so seriously because it's like Demi has no foundation to be like a normal person. That's a really good point. I'm glad you said that. Thanks. This B-list singer who used to be a Disney tweener is trying to sell her place. While she was out of town, her sometime boyfriend has been using her place sometimes to party and was found in bed by a realtor showing the place to some buyers. The sometimes boyfriend was naked and passed out with another woman who was also naked. Of course, Wilmer Valderrama is going to stay at Demi Lovato's place because he can't afford his own. Yeah, I don't think that we talk enough about the financial aspect of it. Oh, right. That's so... Because Demi's clearly making the money, but Wilmer has the power. It's very... mm. Yeah, and he's able to, like, dangle a carrot in front of their face and, you know... I'm sure spend a ton of their money. You know Wilmer is the boyfriend that borrows money. Oh my God. Wilmer borrows money. I wish we could see his Venmo. (laughs) Right. He borrows money, passwords, all kinds of stuff. Have you ever ended up on a celebrity's Venmo? I don't think so. I have. For what? I don't know. So I saw it on Twitter. Someone was like, I found all these celebrities Venmo transactions. So I started looking. And I found, like, oh. I'm not going to say which celebrities, but, but yeah, they're, like, not hard to find at all. And you get to see who they're friends with on Venmo. I was like, this is one of the creepiest things I've ever done. That is wild. Venmo really, like, I'm surprised that you can still just look at people said money on Venmo. Well, they haven't changed their settings. That's crazy. I've never even thought to look for a famous person on there. I didn't either until I saw it on Twitter. Whoa, now I'm going to be, now that's my new, like, shame scroll is Venmo. I mean, I do that on Sundays sometimes. I'm like, which couple is nickel and dime in each other for drinks this weekend? Yeah. Who got sushi on this good day? (laughs) We're now in 2015. This multi-hyphenated celebrity loves to talk about how in love she is with her boyfriend. He is an eagle the size of a skyscraper. So, of course, he absolutely reveal, he absolutely revels in the praise. Is he actually worth all the praise? Our actor was recently in a major city, not located on either coast. He walked into a restaurant, casually dressed, immediately recognized by the locals. 
he met up with his dining companion. She was, quote, a really pretty girl, young, skinny, long, dark hair, lots of makeup. They were holding hands and they were kissing throughout the throughout the meal. And not friend kissing, romantic kissing. Who friend kisses throughout a meal, by the way? I was going to say that. I'm like, that sounds romantic. <laughs> like, <laughs> the girl was not his girlfriend. This happened a couple of weeks ago, just before our talented multi-hyphenated once again gushed about how wonderful he is and how lucky she is to be with him. And that, of, of course, is Demi. Demi even had him in music videos. Like, I think it was Nightingale. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. That's sad. This former B-list tweener turned A-list pop singer should probably be rethinking their friendship with this probable flash-in-the-pan A-list-lister who slept with the former tweener's actor boyfriend not that long ago. And that is allegedly Iggy Azalea hooking up with Wilmer. And this next one is a Teen Choice Awards blind. Oh, God. (laughs) Quote, we have to keep this really quiet. If I get busted, it would be a huge blow up for you and me. (laughs) Former A-minus-less mostly television actor turned B-plus-less actor with an A-list celebrity girlfriend as he tried to hit on this B-list talk show host. She turned him down and went on to someone else. So that was Wilmer at the time dating Demi, and he tried to hit on, uh, I think it's Rossi Diaz from Entertainment Tonight. He shouldn't be allowed at the teacher's awards. Yeah, that's like, are you kidding me? I really don't understand the relationship between this former tweener turned B-list singer and their B-minus-list mostly television actor boyfriend. He cheats on them with women. They cheat on him with women. I guess it works out for them. And that's when blinds really throw me off when it's like, oh, he's cheating constantly. Then it's like, never mind. They're all cheating yeah. on each other. Yeah. Nobody really minds. Not even Demi. It's like, okay. We are now in 2016. Apparently this former B-list mostly television actor who mainly crashed and burned his way through show after show for the past decade finally found a very safe landing spot. He has always been a huge cheater. There he was on vacation with his back on again B-list girlfriend. They had been back together for a week or two at the most and already cheated on her three times before she caught him and dumped him. And that's Minka Kelly. Minka Kelly. I could picture her being like, fuck you. You're not going to cheat on me. Unless it's Derek Jeter. I'm sure he cheated on her a lot. You know, it's, it's interesting, Minka Kelly, like to have such like a, um, like it, I don't think many people can like name a bunch of things that she's been in, but she's like the girl that everybody wants to date. I mean, she's so gorgeous. She's stunning. I know her Friday Night Lights and I think The Roommate. The Roommate, yeah. And she had that last scene of 500 Days of Summer. Mm Mm-hmm. When she's like, I'm Autumn. Yeah, she's so beautiful. Now we're in 2017. This former A-list tweener who's an adult B-plus list singer didn't seem to think about his girlfriend when he joined in on a paid-for threesome with this celebrity offspring slash wannabe model and this B-list actor she'd been hooking up with a lot lately. And that is Joe Jonas joining in on a threesome with Wilmer and Haley Baldwin. Now Haley Bieber. Didn't we read in Joe's episode that like they do a ton of threesomes? Like it's like a really, really major thing in their relationship. Yeah. Yeah, we did. 
Um, and that. one thing that I read on Reddit, actually, on the Dumois Reddit page, mm-hmm. someone did a big write-up about um, Demi's falling out with Nick. And mm-hmm. it's really interesting because Demi wasn't invited to Nick or Joe's wedding. Mm. But Wilmer was. And Wilmer was able to bring, like, a new date and everything. And everyone says that that really, like, Demi will never be okay with the Jonas Brothers again because of that. Well, that's really wild. That's fucked up. Yeah. Damn. Oh, my God. That's crazy. We're not in 2018. He is extremely tacky and extremely rude. I love that. What a great way to start a blind. He is extremely tacky and extremely rude. And at one point in his life, only dated actresses who were virgins so that he could have sex with them and dump them to go find the next one. That story he told about the illiterate actress is true in his mind, but our actress knew the guy's reputation, so lied and told him she was she was a virgin, so he would date her. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> That's Mandy, allegedly. I don't believe that, by the way. No? No. I think Mandy was like, to me, Mandy was, like, the real, like, I always say Mandy, like, the way that they tried to market all the girls to be, like, innocent, sweet virgins, like, Mandy was the true innocent girl. This former A-list, mostly television actor from a now defunct hit show who does kitty things now, loves to say one thing and has been quoted on the record, making it seem like he cares about some recent events. The only thing he cares about is making sure he gets his daily quota of groupie lovin' and won't ever stop. He sure as heck never stopped when he was with the person he was laminating about. And that is when he put out a post saying he was completely devastated about Demi's overdose. And again, as Demi's <laughs> protective, sometimes protector, I don't know. When I saw he he did that, I was like, fuck you, Wilmer. Fuck you. Right. Fucking asshole. And it's another thing. It's like, it's that interesting where... Is he actually doing it because he cares or for publicity? It's got to be a little bit of both because he loves to... I mean, it's... Paparazzi walks. The paparazzi walks and all that shit. And Demi is the only, like, reoccurring positive story that he gets in the press. That's true. Like, for years, all the time, every time anything comes up, it's always like, Wilmer, like, trying to protect her. Like, her, like, you know, that whole thing. This former A-list actor slash Sothario, who is working his way through a second generation of 18 and 19-year-old women who were barely alive when he made his first run through the gene pool, is being suggested as wanting to settle down with the rehab singer. Um, no. His goal in life is to break the record of Wilt Chamberlain, which would be tough if he was married. And that's, of course, Wilmer and Demi. This illiterate A-list, mostly television actress, who most of you know from something else on a hit network, is cheating on her significant other. If he finds out, they will split. And apparently, Mandy Moore was cheating on Taylor Gold- Goldsmith with Wilmer Valderrama. Oh, Lord have mercy. So we're now in 2019. Our favorite foreign-born B-plus list singer slash actress hooked up with this former A-list mostly television actor who really does not do as much on camera stuff together. I'm shocked that <clears throat> with as many people as each has been with that this <laughs> that this was the first time that they had hooked up. 
I don't know what his his singing ex is not. I oh my god! I do know that his singing ex is not the biggest fan of the foreign born singer slash actress, and that is Miss Rita Ora. This former A minus list, mostly television actor from back in the day that all you know is going to four or five red carpets a night, not for publicity, but to try and find women he hasn't hit on. Jesus Christ, my God. (laughs) (laughs) This former A-list, mostly television actor who still works a lot, but in a different capacity than his defunct hit network show, All of You Know, landed a serious girlfriend. What he doesn't know is that she's a yatter and actually had a longtime client who used to be a superhero. It does not say who the superhero is, but it's Wilmer and Amanda Peshiko. Um, that's definitely how you not, you guys will miss me for two weeks, butchering everyone's name. <laughs> um, but she, I think they're engaged now. I know they have a kid. There was a recent cast member who only lasted one season of a hit network show. She said she couldn't handle the constant sex talk and frequently hooks frequent hookups with guest stars that her B-list co-star did every single day of filming. He is still living off the past fame. And that was Jennifer Esposito leaving NCIS because she hated working with Wilmer so much. I could imagine that would get like really old really quick. Oh my God. Yeah. Especially for somebody that you're like, girl, like you are not as famous as you think you are. No. Like enough. (laughs) Enough. We're now in 2021. This is a long one, but it um, will reveal it as it goes. Back in the days of the perfection between gossip and reporting and paps, there was a glorious weekend. A weekend that saw this former A-list singer in a group, Joel Madden, hook up with this just-turned 17-year-old former B-list actress, Lelaine, who happened to be a co-star of the singer's girlfriend, Hilary Duff, who at the time was still not having sex with him. It was at this time that A-plus list singer Justin Timberlake tried to have a threesome with his at-the-time A-plus list actress girlfriend Cameron Diaz and one of her best friends, but the A-plus list singer couldn't get hard because he was too nervous. Also that weekend, you had the foreign-born B-plus list actress Rachel McAdams who had to fend off the advances of this at-the-time A-list mostly movie actor Wilmer Valderrama who had an actress girlfriend Lindsay Lohan who just turned 18 a few days later. She was also doing a lot of coke and boozing that weekend, so the actor thought he could get away with hitting on the foreign-born actress, but was unsuccessful. Okay. Okay. And this is our final blind. This former A-list tweener turned A-list adult singer is this close to getting a restraining order served on her by her longtime on again off again ex and that's demi yeah so that's those are all wilmer's wilmer's blinds i was shocked there weren't more um yeah shocking that there aren't more but i guess it's like how many times can you write about him fucking people that's true you know i mean like holy shit it's like for the past 20 years they have only written about him one way in blind items that is crazy I was surprised that there were no, like, 2022 blinds about him trying to get with a TikToker or something. Oh, I know. Give it time. Addison Ray, be careful. Especially now that Addison Ray is becoming, like, a, like, Addison Ray is, like, a real celebrity. Mm-hmm. You know? People are, like, fully accepting Addison Ray into their homes. It's, girl. 
There was one blind. I thought I pulled it, but allegedly he used to hook up with Sarah Highland from Modern Family, too. Um, yeah. Oh, God. Like, just such a gross... And I, it's, again, an attractive man who uses it for the absolute most disgusting shit. Right. And I almost feel like... I mean, you had a crush on Fez, but I feel like most people had a crush on Hyde or... Mm-hmm. Um, Kelso. Yeah. So the fact that when he wasn't being Fez, he was charming and good looking, it kind of brings your like guard down a little bit. Yeah, because he's one of those people that like he's playing a character that's supposed to be like a dork, but he's like so clearly attractive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's like one of those things. And yeah, and like you said earlier, like Fez was such like a like a warm sort of goofy character i think people really did like equate him to that you know Mm -hmm. and he is charming like he's one of those charming very funny smooth talking guys like he's it's not like he's not good at being a sleaze you know for sure for sure well troy (laughs) is wilmer rotted absolutely not i i cannot (laughs) wet rotted where just in his core yeah aside from the deepest parts of his spirit yes well of course wilmer's brought it for sure um so yeah guys that is a wrap on season two of beyond the blinds i cannot believe it (laughs) i can't either oh my god just about a hundred episodes in just over a year so thank you guys again for spending time with us and listening to us just fucking ramble (laughs) yeah and thanks for being so engaged that's the one thing it's like you know, I would not trade that for the world. People are like very engaged in what we do. They really care about the content that we like release. And, you know, it just, I think that it makes both of us completely okay with how hard we work on this show because people like it so much and people are so cool about it. And for sure, it feels, I feel very accomplished. This is like wild that we're closing out season two. And we do have our final live show of 20. Well, we can't say it's final, but it might be our final live show of 2022. We can't yeah, say it's yeah. final, but it might be our final. Um, <laughs> this weekend right. in DC, we still have tickets available. Make sure to check out the link in our bio for those tickets. And we'll, we'll talk to you at the end of August. And for me, August is a rough month. So just stay as strong as you can. We love you. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you, and yeah, we'll see ya. Bye. Bye. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.